0: Alright, podcast in the bag, no one gets hurt.
1: But I've already given up three podcasts this week, I can't keep giving them my way. Do you think the bat cares? The bat
0: does not care.
1: Well, the bat doesn't have feelings. No, but it's gonna make a ping when I hit you in the head with it. Uh, Alright, how many podcasts do you need? I want, the, I want everything you got.
0: I want the witty remarks, I want the fun banter, I want all them jokes... Those references to pop culture do not hold back on me.
1: Ah, uh, um, is five of them enough? Five? You think you only
0: have five? Oh, I know you got more than that.
1: Uh, I guess we're about to have a sixth one. Oh, yeah. You getting more. <laughs> all right, well, all right. Hurry up. Yeah. Bat's not waiting. All right. Well, I guess, I guess the only thing is, you're going to have to wait about an hour and a half or so. An hour and a half?
0: Yeah, we have to record it. Oh, I'm going to start hitting stuff with this bad if I have to keep waiting. Oh, well, wait away.
1: <laughs> DJ red Bean. and DJ Moritz. We're hopping on the mic, cause we're dumb and bored. I got the info, I got the tapes. Join us for an hour, cause you're better off late. Missing while you're doing your dishes, take a small walk. Welcome Welcome everybody everybody for some Home Cooked Paul Talk. I'm Morgan and my co-host here is... The Connor. And this is... Home Cooked... Whoa. Small. Talk. Talk. Wow. Can you tell we're a little rusty? A little. It's been a long time. You know, I would say we're a little Rusty, but I miss Rusty. Shout out to Rusty. Mm, Rusty man. Rusty man. Yeah. But I'm glad to be back here for episode episode six of Home Cooked Small Talk. That's right. Your favorite podcast that features Connor and Morgan as of now. Indeed. Is that a tease? Probably not. I just don't know what to say. But that's okay. Fair enough. Connor, how's your week been? Week? You mean weeks? Yeah, how have
0: your weeks been? Uh well it's been wild, wacky and absolutely crazy.
1: My favorite. Please go on. Elaborate.
0: Uh well I have started up a new job. I'm on my second week right now. Ooh. Yeah, so that's fun, making some more money than I did before, working part time. I have a full time job. Um uh, what are you doing yeah. there? Uh, so most of what I do is merchandising. I'm technically a vendor, so I don't actually work for the company. I go in and out of a specific set of grocery stores that are part of a nationwide chain. I'm trying not to identify where I work just in case. Yeah, yeah. And I pretty much get a list of everything I need to get done for that week, and I make it happen in all of my stores. So I reset all the shelves in those sections they want.
1: Nice. We have some family who does something pretty similar. So that's pretty cool. Um, So what else have you been up to? Uh, Well,
0: I've... Let's see. What have I been playing video game-wise? I played a lot of Stardew Valley. Okay, okay. For about a week. Switched to Pokemon Sword about a week ago
1: about a week ago nice um how has that experience been so far you know
0: a lot of people give that game shade and i think i heard from so many people about the bad aspects of the game that i went in with my expectations set to absolute zero and i'm actually enjoying it because i set my expectations so
1: low that's fair and you know i honestly i think it's a pretty good game but i think I think if you're a big Pokemon fan and you've been playing every entry like in a row as soon as they come out, it's starting to feel a little bit stale, which is okay because we got a bunch of exciting new projects coming out. But yeah, like like for me, I took a break from Pokemon for a few years, so I thought this was an awesome entry. You know, I had a little less Pokemon fatigue going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I did take a break too. Yeah, I did randomly get back into Pokemon a few months ago.
1: How have you been you've been traveling i have i've been on the move i've been on the road i've driven probably close to 30 hours in the past week or so and about about to add another nine or so this weekend um a lot of traveling a lot of good stuff though i was in massachusetts uh, near the boston area for my cousin's wedding had a great time with Kristen. we drove all the way up and all the way back Um that was really fun. Congratulations to Jared. Woo! Well, Jared and Sarah now. You know, I guess would that be my cousin in law? Sarah, Jared, Sarah. Would Sarah be my cousin in law? Is that a thing? Do in laws go that Uh, far out? That sounds weird. You know I'd say
0: cousin by marriage.
1: Cousin by marriage. Okay. Well, welcome to the family cousin by marriage, Sarah. And, you know, I got to see a lot of family there for the first time in a few years. Um, So it was a really nice reunion of sorts. I got to see um, a lot of close people. Actually, we got to see someone who had the request for today's rapid fire. Ooh! So that's really cool. That's a hint. Shout out to my brother, Coral, one of Home Cook Small Talk's loyal, loyal listeners. Um, And, you know... That, it'll be nice that rapid fire is going to be exciting
0: you know morgan you yeah. also i think celebrated an anniversary recently
1: I, I did you know um i've been alive for 24 almost 24 and a half years now you know that's pretty cool no nah, no nah, i mean that's sure but besides that yes i celebrated my one year wedding anniversary with Kristen. Woo! yeah we made it she didn't leave yet so we're on a good good track give it another year yeah it's like my new achievement list you know back in the day with xbox and trophies for playstation nah i'm i'm off that i'm all on the wedding one now The whole marriage life so it's going well so far and we had a great we had a great time we went out to a really fancy dinner got some steaks nice fancy fish it was great had a blast and now i'm back i've been on the grind i've been working a lot um have another trip coming up this weekend i'm actually leaving tomorrow morning for it so we just we had to grind in make sure we got another podcast out before it before it ends up being way too late um
0: before we lose relevancy
1: yeah exactly you know all we we can't disappoint we can't disappoint the listeners and we won't but because i've been so busy i haven't been playing too many games i did recently get uh the legend of zelda Link's awakening for switch And I've played about three hours of that or so by now. And that game is awesome. I've never really played a 2D Zelda all the way through. So this is going to be my first one. I'm excited. It's been really fun so far. Uh, This one, unlike a lot of other ones, um, takes in some key elements from other Nintendo franchises. Like Mario, which is pretty fun. It all honestly just kind of feels like a fever dream uh it's a special game it's it's pretty cool i don't know if you've seen the art style for it
0: Um, i have not i've just never been a big zelda fan so i don't really pay attention to their game so much sure nowhere near as much as i should
1: you should um you should take a look at a trailer for this game you know it was a nice uh old like 2d pixel like sprite game back on the game boy and then the game boy color but they changed the art style and made it look like it was not claymation but it was made out of clay and it it looks so cool everything is gorgeous uh the switch kind of chugs a little bit at points from it but you know you can't you can't ask the world you can't ask the world and i believe we do have that to talk about as well connor Ooh. did we didn't talk about that yet did we
0: the new nintendo
1: switch coming out
0: no we haven't that is something that came the news for that and a lot of other things didn't come out during e3 it came out in the weeks following and it's a huge
1: miss because it rhymes e3 switch oled you know but they couldn't do it they they couldn't match them up together nintendo should hire me (sighs) as their marketing director i could have thought of that I just did. See, it took me like two seconds. But no, I, I just am annoyed by the out of season
0: console announcements.
1: Yes, out of season console announcements, and they're barely even a step up. Nothing different on the inside. It's it's frustrating, but we want to keep this podcast positive today. Am I right, Connor?
0: Yeah, the uh, Valve handheld looks pretty cool.
1: It looks amazing. What's it? It's called the Steam Deck, right?
0: Yeah, the Steam Deck. I forgot the name for a minute.
1: Yes, the Valve Steam Deck. It looks truly amazing. It is essentially a Nintendo Switch that plays Steam games. It's a Switch on steroids essentially. Yeah, it's a it's just a straight up computer. It's a handheld computer, which I mean, sure everyone's like, "Well, that's what everything is, isn't it?" It's like, "Well, yeah, but this is like an actual computer."
0: Yeah, it can run Windows.
1: Yes. Well, you know, I mean, I guess it that comes says with a lot.
0: Valve <laughs> OS or whatever but you can put windows on it
1: yeah which is pretty neat they're very open to optimization and customization completely changing everything that's going on inside of that tablet but the controller looks really cool they have they've been a little iffy on announcing how online only games are going to work i saw an article i think yesterday that was kind of dodgy about it but we'll see. We'll see what the capabilities are. I'm really excited for it. I think, honestly, where Nintendo decided to only upgrade their screen with the Switch OLED, um, Valve was like, fine, we'll make the Switch Pro. And well, they did. <laughs> so They
0: did fix the horrendous kickstand on the default Switch.
1: They did, but they didn't fix the battery life. No, but you do get better speakers. That's true. Better speakers better screen better kickstand that's about it though that's all right i'm sure that switch pro is coming at one one point but that steam deck i'm all in on the steam deck i'm and very curious to see how it feels that pearl c- white joy cons perfect
0: for cheeto dust
1: <laughs> that was your first impression
0: yep cheeto dust is gonna ruin those
1: <laughs> um but yeah, so I've been playing Link's Awakening, and then of course, like always, I've been playing a little bit of MLB The Show. My hours are really starting to rack up for it, and I think I have a problem, but that's okay. My winning, winning percentage is pretty good online, so I'm not good at the game, don't get me wrong. I've just been matched up with bad players, and that makes me feel great.
0: RNG, man. RNG. Exactly. Bless, bless RNGs, Jesus.
1: All right, Connor, are you ready to move on to the main course? Of course. Wow. Wow.
0: For our future viewers, you might be pleasantly surprised.
1: By what, Connor?
0: The fantastic noises they just heard.
1: Oh my gosh, you're saying we've added transitions? We have. Wow. Thanks to all the patreon members we don't have yet for funding the time that i took that connor and myself took to make these transitions maybe one day we can hire an intern
0: hire you mean just onboard and don't pay
1: no i'll give him like a penny or two (laughs) we'll pay him an experience oh my gosh We'll, we'll we'll write a recommendation sentence if they ever need one on the back of their book (laughs) say <laughs> so, hey book this book's pretty good huh
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was this for again
1: you know it's pretty good huh yeah
0: so i don't know who this is for but okay
1: yeah i don't know we'll see yeah yeah i don't know who this is for but it's pretty good <laughs> yeah um but with that said i think it's time to move on to our rapid fire questions Rapid, rapid fire. fire. what are we talking about today what did i watch i want you to tell me well, you told me that you watched Space Jam 2. Yes, I did. Space Jam, A New Legacy, starring the one, the only LeBron James. LeBron King James. King James. LeBron James. LeBron yes. James. I did indeed watch that. Now, so, oh, I was just going to say real quick, the inspiration for this rapid fire segment came from my brother, Coral, as we were uh, sitting... I think actually we were on our way to the wedding because we were both in the wedding party. So some of us had to... And we were both in the family as well. So we had to be there for different set of photos too. And I think we, we caught... Um, on one of the rides, um, he had turned to me and said, you know what? I think Space Sham would be the next great rapid fire. <laughs> and I, I was amazed. I was happy, one, that he's listening. And... <laughs> gets the vibe of our show but he also came prepared with a few questions that you connor can shoot out to me as well as your own
0: sure sure
1: maybe some of them will hit for threes <laughs>
0: oh, basketball!
1: <laughs> but let's see connor do you have a slam dunk for me yeah right off the bat does michael jordan make a cameo kind of kind of now are you talking about the basketball player Yes. <laughs> there is a but Michael Jordan goat. in the movie. It is not is Michael it, A Jordan. Is it
0: Michael B Jordan? <laughs> it is. Okay, that's pretty cool that Michael B Jordan's in the movie, but I'm talking about the GOAT.
1: The GOAT is not in the movie and it is played <sighs> off as a pun introducing Michael B Jordan. I guess that's probably the best joke in the okay, movie. Okay, that's kind of I just funny. It. <laughs> but <sighs> I heard in development that he really wasn't into this movie being made. What about Bill Murray Bill Murray also is not in the movie that was oh. I was more upset about that to be honest
0: oh that would have been so good yeah oh I wish either of them were in it for f- 10 seconds yep so do they at least play do I or I believe I can fly
1: if they do not oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> my nostalgia
1: sounds like this won't be the movie for you. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I'm not going to completely disregard a movie just because there aren't cameos from two big actors from the first movie and then an iconic song from the first movie.
1: I'm not even sure if they'd be allowed to play that song anymore.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. But I don't know about... Uh, I mean, Bill Mer- Bill Murray's not canceled, though, so that's kind of weird, but who knows. But- Does it have a solid slow jam? It really doesn't. You know, I was expecting a lot more out of the soundtrack. Granted, there's a few. They did a lot of new songs. And, like, unlike the last movie, the new songs that were created for it are featured heavily in the movie instead of separately. So the soundtrack to the movie is almost entirely this new soundtrack. Huh yeah does uh
0: Don Cheadle get any good jokes you know I really liked Don Cheeto's performance
1: really because was... <laughs> yeah go on in the trailer at least they weren't at... they weren't selling him well no and I mean I don't think he sold himself well either but he gave it his all for that role I think he was the only person giving it his a effort which was funny that he even tried Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't even say it's good, but it's fun.
0: Nice. How was uh LeBron
1: acting-wise? He started off really, really rough. But then I think when he had more people to play off of, like more goofy characters and loony characters, as some might say. You know, hint, tease, if you don't know the plot of Space Jam. <laughs> uh, let's mm-hmm. just say things get a little loony, right? Mm-hmm. But, anyway, when he starts working with some of the more animated figures in his life, his acting gets a little bit better. Nice. Yeah.
0: And I have to also ask you. Sure. The very last shot of the game. Uh Uh-huh. Is it a defensive play or an assist?
1: Okay, so, the last shot of the game... It is, if I'm remembering right, oh, man. I believe it was an assist to LeBron, and I believe, wasn't it? I think it was his alley-oop dunk, like his famous one from the Heat, like they replicated it. Now, they did set it up for the final shot, like the final play of the game to be a defensive play. It was one of LeBron's infamous uh, blocks. Like from his career. But they, they like, like, um, it was kind of a red herring and they kept going with it. Interesting. Yeah. So
0: is the entrance to the Toon World technology and not a real world portal, kind of like how it was in the first movie?
1: It's so bizarre. I think they, they kind of combined it a little bit. It was through technology, uh, 100% was. But you were already in a technological space, and then uh, LeBron still went through a very similar portal that dropped him into, like, Looney World or whatever. So it definitely was through tech, but it felt a little closer to the real thing. Hmm. And I've heard that Warner
0: Brothers kind of used this as internal product placement if you will yeah showing off their whole catalog of stuff they own is it true that they put cameos from movie properties like it
1: in that movie yes pennywise is featured uh prominently in the i think the first row of fans during the basketball game
0: it's for children
1: yeah so is pennywise he loves children Oh, yeah, he loves children so much. They're so tasty. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, this well, movie is basically think? Ready Player One. With There's even the Iron Giant. Yeah, he's in it, and King Kong is in it. There's a lot of, a lot of wild characters. Wow. There, there was a really bad joke about King Kong, and I think Don Cheadle said it, and then king kong got visibly upset and it was one of the lowest points of comedy oh wow yeah worse than a fart joke um yeah cuz at least fart fart jokes are popular ooh
0: <laughs> oh don
1: don do you want to oh. know who wins or is that too big of a spoiler well, I I have
0: a very strong hunch that there's a specific team that's going to win.
1: All right, what team is that?
0: Clearly Warner Brothers cuz they get to rake in all the money.
1: Ooh, they did. <laughs> they beat out Black Widow opening week.
0: Ugh, that's <laughs> I don't get that.
1: It's it's just incredible. It's incredible.
0: I don't I mean, it's really easy right now to make You know, get the top box office, because we're back to, like, 1970s equivalent. Yeah. Opening weekends, for now. And (laughs) it's just crazy to me that they managed to be a Marvel movie, especially when there hasn't been a Marvel movie in theaters in two years.
1: Yeah. Do you think... You, you having not seen the movie yet do you think lebron james is going to win an academy award for it in any way shape or form
0: it's possible depending on how many movies come out this year okay, okay. i mean he could get one by default if no other movies come out
1: sure all right any last questions for me connor
0: I don't have any questions for you, but it's. I think it's time to turn the table.
1: Ooh. The table has been turned.
0: Yes, the table is turning. Ooh. So, dear viewers or listeners, have you wanted to identify yourself? Recently, Oreo has announced that they are coming out with two new flavors, being Salted Caramel Brownie and I believe the other one is Apple Pie.
1: Yes. So,
0: the salted caramel actually just hit stores. I have not tried it yet, but the apple pie is coming this fall. So, I figured.
1: Little ASMR.
0: Little ASMR, and uh, you can ask me some quick questions about the experience.
1: Okay. I'm waiting for that first bite.
0: (laughs) Very pleasant aroma
1: good good that's a great start to a good oreo okay connor is the creaminess the same is it the same texture consistency as a normal oreo um
0: no it's a little thicker
1: thicker okay um what flavor is the most prominent
0: definitely the chocolate
1: the chocolate is the caramel there
0: it's there what I find interesting is the cream has a layer of chocolate and a layer of caramel
1: oh oh that's more interesting than I expected um
0: oh you know what I just got it from the caramel side now and now the caramel's dominant
1: okay so it just depends on where you're going from yeah okay Uh, Is there any other word etched into the cookie besides Oreo? Oh, I didn't think to check. Nope, just Oreo. Okay. And is the color of the cream just like a light brown or something?
0: So, one half is a very dark chocolate. Okay. Probably the same dark chocolate they use for maybe the dark chocolate ones. Sure and then there's a it almost looks like peanut butter oh okay and now that i'm looking at it i'm also noticing there's actually salt on the cookie oh
1: mimic some, some sea salt dude. going dude.
0: on yeah they might have lightly salted the cookie portion of it
1: now are there are they something you can binge can you eat that whole bag before we're done if we weren't talking this whole time uh it's
0: actually pretty rich one was enough for me wow it's tasty i'd give it an eight or nine it's just it's very rich i wouldn't want to eat more than a handful
1: sure you think they would go well with milk
0: very well with milk actually i want a glass of milk right now
1: and do you almost do you want to just take the cookie off and do like the whole like just cream oh i could do that yeah yeah do it from both 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 uh flavors Angles and let me let me know what you think just pure cream
0: okay i'm gonna start with the caramel okay tastes just like caramel
1: okay perfect perfect
0: now let me pull the cream off from the other, other half of the cookie sure now here's the chocolate
1: this is science everybody if you if you weren't sure what this tastes exactly
0: was. like the dark chocolate filling
1: okay So we have a consensus then. You said like an 8 out of 10? i give an 8.5 out of 10. Wow, 8.5. Good job, Oreos. Probably my 10
0: would be the uh, cinnamon roll one that they discontinued like three years ago. Rest in peace.
1: Ah, tragic. While we're on the subject of food, Connor, I think it's time for another segment. Are you ready for this? Sure. I think it's time for half bait.
0: Come on, hurry up. It's taking forever. Ooh, I know. Finally.
1: And you know what, Connor? I told you that I was going to come prepared, and I did. You should go on your Google Drive real quick. Uh-oh. uh we have a um a file open for today's show and i put a link a, a website link on there for you for half-baked
0: i was really bad about not actually doing any planning on paper for this
1: that's okay i did it for us i switched i, I turned the table it's just like you turned the tables on me oh my i have the turns tabled uh your mic's bad again no yeah all right so you got that link what are you opening up
0: it took me to the jenny's list of flavors
1: oh okay that's interesting now i'm gonna tell you how this is gonna go connor okay Mhm. you see it's a pretty large list of flavors that you can order online correct oh yeah
0: it's very long i don't even want to count them
1: yeah so what I'm going to do, Connor, is I've picked out four different flavor descriptions of these flavors, right? Oh, no. And I will censor some words here, not because they're inappropriate, but because they might spoil the, the flavors. And I'm going to read them, and then I'm going to want you to try to guess which flavor it is.
0: Okay, I really want this wedding cake pint.
1: It's really it was... good. I We could talk off-air about this, because I, I don't want to give them free promo, because... Um, they only pay me on my when i clock in <laughs> i'm going to have to try that it's really good goat cheese yeah oh man okay well I, i'm i'm going to start this before you look at all of them okay okay all right the first one are you ready sure buckle up because our riff on the classic summer treat on a stick will catapult you into another stratosphere one half is blank and bright blank. The other half is juicy and tart blank. Both are blended with fresh cultured buttermilk and yogurt to bring out the natural tartness of the fruit and give it a zero gravity kind of texture. You'll love this wild ride from earth to the moon and back again. Hmm. Let me know if you need me to repeat it or any parts of it.
0: So, it's something that is a summer treat, and there's two halves. Indeed. I'm going to go with the Rocket Pop one, because that's the only one I'm seeing on the list that sounds like a summer
1: treat. Indeed. You won. Ding, 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 ding. All right. One for one. Yeah, we have, uh, there are um, five new summer flavors coming out. Uh, that one and the mango cheesecake are the first two. There's one more coming out tomorrow. Um but yeah, ooh, so those are the first two available. Okay, okay, that flavor is really good, by the way. It sounds scrumptiously. I'm just, I love honey ice cream. So good. All right, you ready for the next one? Sure. <clears throat> okay. Um. Ooh, there's a lot here that I need to bleep out. Bleep, 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 is a four-part chocolate explosion by the spoonful. Mouth filling chocolate ice cream packed with the best fair trade cocoa in the world crumbly blank blank pieces a river of gooey bittersweet fudge and semi-sweet chocolate chips for a little crunch no other ice cream out there showcases the many facets of complex chocolate quite like this one
0: blackout chocolate cake because i think that's the only one that has three words
1: oh man the bleeps got me again (laughs) just like they got you last time oh no yeah you got that one that is my favorite one to buy in pints so all right i'm hoping i can i want to beat you at least on one of these (laughs) okay are you ready for number three sure walk on the wide side intensely fruity brambly berry ice cream with a pop of sweet orange and lavender Uh, you know what (laughs) can you guess what that is yeah i forgot to bleep out lavender (laughs) as you can see half bait is mainly your game (laughs) okay okay i got one last one and then i'm gonna pull one out of my butt after that okay ooh actually okay so alright next one this flavor is like a perfect moment suspended in ice cream rich buttercream ice cream with an indulgent icing like texture spongy pale yellow and gluten free blank pieces and two sauces bright and decadent lemon curd radiating with sunny citrus and a sweet tart almost regal blackberry jam contrary to its name blank isn't about celebrating blank (laughs) it's about with whom you choose to share these wonderful moments and connor i choose you so
0: i believe you said blackberry yes uh, I gotta find something that looks like it'd have buttercream in it and blackberry. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I think I'm gonna go with the Brambleberry Crisp Pint.
1: Oh! i got you for once bam, 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 bam. Oh, okay. the answer was are you ready for it connor sure. it was one that you had your eyes on that whole time it was wedding cake wait really yep yes sir huh. that was wedding cake all right um hmm oh interesting
0: i yeah i didn't anticipate blackberry jam being on wedding cake
1: yeah it's a pretty wild flavor it's very every flavor in it is very strong and poppy but it's good oh
0: now that i've actually read the description it's nothing like i was anticipating
1: yeah it's still really good though but um yeah that's that's jenny's connor out of all these flavors besides wedding cake which other one do you think you'd want to try sometime
0: well, I know for a fact I want to try
1: that honey one. The honey vanilla bean? Yeah. I'll be honest. The... It's just vanilla. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: The Boston cream pie, though.
1: Okay, so I have a quick story about the Boston cream pie. If you want one oh, Jenny's no. story, and then I'll get off my oh, tire. no. No, it's a great flavor. It's fantastic. Um, every once in a while, though, uh, when we put our buckets down into the freezer... There's a, there's a slight, very small chance we can puncture the bottom of it on, like, a corner. And we usually wouldn't notice for a while because, one, the ice cream is frozen. And, two, we don't take the ice cream out until either it needs to get switched or we're um, swapping, like, we're uh, defrosting the freezers for a night. So, anyway, one day someone took it out and put it in our staging freezer. Little did they know the bottom was punctured and what's special about the boston cream pie is there's a really good chocolate fudge in it but with a lot of those types of flavors sometimes you can get some of either like the jam or the fudge whatever type of different texture can tend to like seep down to the bottom sometimes and when i opened up the staging freezer the next day all of the fudge had gone out the bottom and was all over the freezer and granted, this was on like the third shelf of the freezer, like on the near the top, so it dripped down all the way to the bottom. Wow. And uh, it's it's been, it took me quite a while to clean out all that fudge, so to this day, that flavor doesn't work for me anymore. <laughs> the, f- <laughs> the fudge has been ruined for me, but that flavor is fantastic. I just I can't eat it. Can't do it. If you if, When you come down to visit, we're going to have to try some Jenny's. We're going to have to go on a little, little trip.
0: A little Jenny's trip.
1: A little Jenny's trip. Yeah. And don't worry, Connor. You know, we've been talking about food for a while this episode, right? But Indeed. I think it's time to talk about more food. And a food that isn't very good where around me, but is fairly better in the state that you're currently living in. Connor. I mean, it- It's the
0: best in the state I'm in.
1: It is. It is. And that food, Connor, is some pizza. Some good old za. A slice will make you nice, you know? And today we're going to be ranking them. Not just the pizzas. We're going to be ranking, Connor. We're going to be ranking pizza toppings slash combo pizzas. Now... We had a little bit of trouble differentiating what was going on, how this ranking was going to go. But basically, anything we're going to be ranking anything you can put on top of pizzas and or the combination of things you can put on pizzas. So I my list is fairly small. I didn't want to get this too crazy for myself, but it's a good list. I got uh, six things on my list. And, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't rank them in order. (laughs) I just wrote them down. Top Top ten. I couldn't think of ten things. Oh, you know what? (laughs) Fine. You're going first, Connor. I have ten more things. Like I have ten things total, don't you worry. Okay. Okay. I'm going to leave this up to you. The floor is yours, my friend. So,
0: number ten. I picked a garlic pizza. Have you ever had garlic pizza, Morgan?
1: I have. It's very good.
0: Yeah, it's pretty tasty. Not something you see very often anymore. But I, I always thought it was a pretty good pizza. Essentially, instead of red sauce, they put a white garlicky sauce down. And I always thought it was pretty good. Number nine. I, it. Some people might think this is a little high up the list. But I put buffalo pizza up here. Because pretty much everywhere you go, buffalo pizza pizza is inconsistent the way they prepare it because some places will just put red sauce down and then put chicken and hot sauce on the pizza. One place around me that's now closed used to do garlic pizza and then essentially just put hot sauce and chicken on it and then I've also been to places that put hot sauce down As the sauce and then they put chicken on top of it with blue cheese but I've also had really good slices of buffalo chicken pizza and I've also had absolutely horrible slices of buffalo chicken pizza so it went pretty high up the list due to inconsistency in regards to how it's made and quality number eight though I did chicken wing pizza pretty much for the same reason also because chicken wing pizza while well, being slightly better, I think, than Buffalo Chicken Pizza because, I mean, it is a premium topping pretty much at any place that offers it. I mean, essentially, the only difference between Buffalo and Chicken Wing is they use chicken wing meat instead of just chicken breast meat. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's a rare treat whenever I find a place that has chicken wing pizza. I always liked it. Number seven, I ended up doing the Supreme Pizza. Because I really like Supreme Pizza. It's just the last one I had was really soggy. And it kind of ruined the experience for me for a little while. Sure, sure. Yeah, Number six is, if I'm going to have toppings, is pretty much my go-to. Which is sausage onion. My big caveat, though, is I hate it when pizza places lazily cut the onions. Meaning they essentially just take unbreaded onion rings and just throw it on the pizza. Ooh, yummy. I personally like it when they actually cut the onion up so that it's, you know, little flakes or actual, like, squares of onion instead of just giant rings. Because there's a couple places near me that do the rings, and I just won't order onion from them because I hate the way they do it. Yeah, but I really like sausage. That's one of my go-to ingredients. Or toppings, I should say. Number five it's just bacon pizza. Nice. Bacon is just such a fantastic ingredient on pizza. There's, <laughs> I think DiGiorno actually makes a bacon um, frozen pizza. I think, if memory serves, it's just a um, cheese pizza with a bunch of bacon put on top of it and then they also put um bacon inside of the cheesy crust it's just bacon overload pretty Mm -hmm. good though number four is actually a homemade pizza that i really like i call it the chorizo pizza really good pizza i do in the oven in a deep dish style i make that every once in a while Hmm. pretty good um Essentially, I cook some chorizo sausage on the um, frying pan, and then I separate the juice from the meat, save the juice for later, and then I caramelize it for a sauce that I put on top of the pizza. I got this recipe online. Okay. And then I, I bake the chorizo in the sauce with the pizza itself to finish it off. It comes out really good. So I put it at number four. Number three is a pizza I invented in college, which you're probably familiar with. (laughs) The uh, heaviest pizza the pizza guy had ever delivered. (laughs) The Alfredo pizza.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dear viewer, if you want to make yourself a chicken Alfredo pizza, all you have to do is go to the Domino's app and select deep dish pizza. Then instead of normal tomato sauce you're going to put alfredo sauce extra alfredo sauce and then for cheese extra cheese and chicken and that is the chicken alfredo pizza also known as suicide by dairy
1: yeah it's a monstrosity but it's gorgeous
0: it it's pretty tasty Probably shouldn't eat it ever, but I like it. Number two, you've probably absolutely never heard of this one. It's called Loaded Bacon Fry. Oh, it is a pizza that a pizzeria near me I don't think they make anymore. I think they took it off their menu, but years ago they used to offer it. So, what you do is you put nacho cheese instead of tomato sauce and then you put bacon and french fries on it as toppings it's really good I recommend it loaded bacon fry wow and finally my number one pizza just a classic cheese pizza okay I would rather have a good slice of cheese than pretty much anything else because sometimes some places will disguise their inability to make good pizza with just overloading with toppings
1: yeah that's fair that's pretty fair okay i like your list connor not gonna lie i I didn't have your chicken alfredo on on my list (laughs) well that's
0: fair that's a uh rare experience you probably repressed until just now
1: yeah it was a good one though i didn't put a bunch that i dislike too much on here i just found 10 that i like quite a bit well that's not true i don't know whatever i'm gonna start my list (laughs) number 10 is a cheeseburger pizza i'll admit it this this is the one i don't like i don't like cheeseburger pizza um it's just weird. I don't like having hamburger hamburger meat on my pizza very much. And it's just never quite done right. It's just a little gross. But to each their own. It's pizza, which means it's better than other things. A hundred percent, no matter what. I think
0: Domino's recently actually redid their cheeseburger pizza. Really? Yeah, I think they actually put a mixture of ketchup and mustard on it now.
1: Ah, see like that's interesting, but it's it's just not something I want. I don't think I've ever ordered a cheeseburger pizza. I always try other people's and I'm like, wow, no thanks, I'm good. But maybe I'll try take a it look once at that.
0: While we were night hosting.
1: Uh, uh, my number nine is going to be buffalo pizza. Listen, like, I like there are very specific ways I like chicken on my pizza. And buffalo or even barbecue, to be honest, it's just got to be done right. So like what you were saying with the quality just ranking from high to lows, I completely agree with that. But because of that inconsistency, it's pretty low for me. Number eight. It's, it's a, it's a controversial one, but let me finish, you know, number eight is pineapple, but, (laughs) but it's not pieces of pineapple. It is, um, pineapple sauce and i'm thinking of the word for it and i can't oh oh duh it's a compote you get a compote of pineapple there are very few that i know that do it but the people that do it very good number seven a little bit of a cheat it's a dessert pizza it's the nutella banana combo this pizza is delicious obviously there's no red sauce on it uh just thinking about that makes me sick having that combo but no you get get a nice nice piece of dough you have some nutella some um, bananas on it there's usually like some type of cheese very mild on it and some marshmallow man it's really good number five no number six one that's not talked about a lot Uh, Caesar salad pizza. Um, I I prefer it when there's chicken on it, but I'll do it without chicken too. Just gotta have some type of crunch. It's really interesting pizza. It it's a nice way to lie to myself and say I'm eating healthier. Number five is mozzarella basil. Just a straight up like, be a grandma's pie. It could be a classic traditional slice. Like real pizza, it's good. You got to be in the right mood for it. But man, it is it is nice and soothing when you get one of those. Number four is going to be hot honey. Hot honey oh is the new wave. It's trending now. It is so good on pizza. Now, you can combine that with other toppings. I just put hot honey down by itself because I know it's already a foreign concept to a lot of people. But whenever you see the opportunity for it, try it out it's really good is it just
0: a honey drizzle
1: it's a honey drizzle that yeah it's like a pepper um it's like a red peppered honey drizzle oh i've been doing that for years oh it's great but like yeah yeah but it's starting to become a thing where it's put on everything and you usually combine it with a meat um it's so good though so good i'm glad you know about that
0: Yeah, honey pairs perfectly with tomato sauce and Italian
1: seasoning. Yeah, but you got to do hot honey. Tony, man, it's different. Yeah, I have a bottle of hot honey upstairs, actually. Well, perfect. So good. That's that's why it's near the top for me. My number three, and it's actually inspired by my most favorite uh, Domino's order. It's a variation of meat lovers. It's a very specific variation, though. Pepperoni and bacon. I'm not big uh, for sausage on my pizza. So, having pepperoni, bacon, and cheese is my way to go. So, that's my number three. My number two is just a plain traditional cheese slice, like you were talking about, Connor. But my number one, my number one, it has its lows, its highs are so high, and honestly, its lows are so pretty good. Chicken bacon ranch, man. Mm. Ah. Now, listen... You can't go overboard on the ranch. If you do, it's disgusting. But you yep. just get a mild ranch, get some chicken and bacon on it. Oh, boy, you're in for a treat. Sa- shout out to Sal's and Tino's in Oneonta, New York. Oh, I didn't even consider adding Tino's pizzas. Oh, man, yeah, I, there's there's oh. a lot. You got the General of Sal's. It's so good. So good. Oh, just a cold. Ah, huh? you know what, Connor? I have a one bonus, uh, one bonus slice. <laughs> cold I, cheese. Yeah, you gotta put cold cheese on this list. And listen, for those viewers who have no idea what the heck we're talking about, cold cheese pizza. The story goes, one fabled, one fabled night in Oneonta, New York. I'm sure this was actually spread over a bunch of time, but one night in Oneonta, New York, a bunch of drunk, under the influence college kids from either hartwick college or state university suny Oneonta, was going down in the town they're looking for a slice of pizza they ordered it it came out very great very quickly because the service is fantastic and you know when when a slice of pizza comes out of the oven it is hot but you know what they were so under the influence they were so hungry they couldn't wait so they would just bite into it and you know what happens connor when you do that it burns the top of your mouth. It destroys it. So, one one person said, "You know what? How do we combat that?" They decided to put sprinkle, they sprinkled cold mozzarella cheese right on top. And it is amazing. It's fatty. It's so good. And that is cold cheese pizza. And it is. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to what am I moving? I'm going to remove cheeseburger pizza from my list and put everything down <laughs> one and cold cheese is my number one. So, wow. You know, that was freeing, Connor. I feel really good after ranking those pizzas. <laughs> Not going to lie. Pretty good. Kept you up at night, did? Yeah. Desserts. So, yeah, th- we, we had a lot of food talk on today's episode. And I don't we know, my, my news story doesn't involve food for once. So if yours does, you can absolutely go first. It does not
0: include food.
1: Ah, oh, bummer. Do you want me to go first then? Sure. All right, Connor, let me tell you a story about the time just a few weeks ago when Border Patrol sent back seven Canadians who used a library lawn to enter the U.S., Now, the Haskell Free Library in the U.S. and Canada, that's right, this building stretches the border. It was built um, from Quebec to Vermont. And the whole goal of this beautiful library was to have people have access to it from both sides of the border. And the fun thing about it is... You know, you don't really have to visit a customs uh, post when you go into the building. So it's pretty interesting. It's been a very unique opportunity, especially during COVID, where crossing that border has been pretty difficult to do um, for a lot of different reasons. But the U.S. side of the border had actually been closed uh, since COVID started, if I'm reading that right. But anyway, this border this border, and this library were made in the early 20th century. And it's been, oh, what am I trying to say here? The re- so what happened, Connor, right? What happened is this group of people were in their car and they just straight up drove across the lawn of the library and went from Canada to the U.S. And they just kept going. They just kept going. They um, That's a no-no. Yeah, right? Uh, agents apprehended the vehicle a short time later as it headed south on Interstate 91. Now, only one of these people were from Canada. The other two are from France and Romania. And I guess they were just going on a joy joyride. They didn't really, um, there's no point in this article where they say what the in- intention of these people were whether or not they were uh, under the influence of anything or if they were genuinely just trying to hop the border, who knows. But um, it's very, it's very interesting because the area in the front of the library that was used by both uh, people from both countries to meet family and friends without actually having to cross the border has been closed for a while. So when I first saw this article, I was assuming that this was almost like a heist like a heist movie like they snuck across the border through the library you know like someone was like oh i have to go to the bathroom and they just crossed into the u.s (laughs) but no instead they just kind (laughs) of drove over the lawn kind (laughs) of going a little aggressive taking that route but
0: i feel bad for the gardener
1: yeah that's gonna be rough to fix and and which gardener what gardener has to do it the u.s one or the canadian one they
0: could hire the same person they just have an enhanced license
1: that's true wow that's a lot to think about that's a mess but anyway you know that's my story it's not as, it, as it's not as exciting or as funny as some but i found it fascinating especially in these times these trying times these trying times sometimes i just want to cross them the canada through a library is that so hard to ask can I offer
0: you a hard-boiled egg in these trying times?
1: <laughs> yes, sir. May I have another? Oh, was
0: Danny DeVito in Space Jam too? Mm
1: I I can't say no because I don't know the voice cast, but I don't. I didn't recognize his voice in it, so I'm going to assume <sighs> no. Because he was the
0: bad guy in the first one. Yeah,
1: he was definitely not Don Cheadle this time. He didn't voice Don Cheadle. <laughs> so <laughs> i'm gonna assume no i will say some of the mom stars were in this movie what but as their little alien selves i don't remember any of their names because they're you know whatever
0: so they brought back the mom stars but not michael jordan or bill murray i
1: know right you'd think they were they're definitely bigger celebrities
0: <laughs> what about wayne knight
1: Ooh, i don't know no and I'll say the basketball celebrity uh, cameos. No, Wayne Knight was not in it. Um, the basketball cameos were so much shorter than in the first movie. They did have kind of the same concept of like, uh, we're going to like take their powers and inject them into like our digital characters. It honestly made a lot more sense in this movie with how they did it. But there was no funny side plot, like having all the characters, like all the players, like trying to get their groove back. You know? That was like my favorite part of Space Jam. It's so funny. I'm assuming they
0: used modern players and not yeah, old school yeah. guys like Patrick Ewing or Larry Yeah, no,
1: no, they use they use modern players. And they use um I think they used two WNBA players too, which was really cool. So But yeah, that is my news story of the week. Connor, what do you have for me? Well, have
0: you ever just bought a property and then realized you also accidentally bought a water tower?
1: You know, I feel like I have, but go on.
0: Well, a small town in Florida accidentally sold a man their water tower. And this happened when a man bought a property looking to convert it into, I believe it was a athletics training studio. And when they zoned the property for him to buy it, they also sold him the giant water tower that's on the roof.
1: That's crazy. And, you know, I have a confession to make. What's that? I heard this story in another podcast I listened to last week. Aww. Yeah. But that is crazy. I can't imagine just getting a water tower. (laughs) Would you be happy? I feel like I'd be genuinely upset. I mean, it's a lot of room for activities. But do you have to empty it yourself? What is the process of that?
0: Uh, You know, I'm not exactly sure.
1: Can you just make it into a pool? Just take off the top?
0: Well, in... I believe the movie's called Wild Wild West uh-huh. with Bill Sm- or sorry Will Smith, not Bill Smith. And Oh shoot, what's that man's name? Kevin Klein. Okay. Really bad movie, but at the very beginning of the movie, Will Smith is on a date in a water tower. Oh. It actually looks very nice in there. So, hmm. Okay. You know, free hot tub, I guess.
1: Yeah, might as well take a lot of heat to warm that up but it's a lot of water
0: yeah but the city council was aware of the issue that they had to actually zone the property correctly when they were selling it to him in the first place but whoever was supposed to do the paperwork didn't do the paperwork so he actually bought the whole property not just the half below the water tower
1: (laughs) all right my theory on this connor is that that's what they're saying, but the, the government secretly didn't want to be responsible for this water tower anymore, so they assigned the guy who was least likely to actually finish that paperwork.
0: Maybe, but the business owner realized the mistake about a week later, and they were able to quickly resort, resolve the situation, not resort the situation. And all it took was some paperwork and a $10 payment to get the water tower transferred back over to the city.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was going to wonder if he had to, like, if he sold it back for, like, a high rate. That would have been hilarious. (laughs) Like, I will give you this water tower for a (laughs) million (laughs) dollars. And then. Totally could have. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be such a great story? It's, like, a super small town. And they. It's, like. The smallest town to have two water towers in the U.S., and like the whole story is that the guy wouldn't sell them back the water tower for cheap, so they literally just got a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so there are two water towers in like the small, like a super small town. That should that would be a great movie. <laughs> That'd
0: be a cool heist movie.
1: <laughs> what the, the government stealing the water tower back?
0: Yeah. It could be, like, the uh, Wu-Tang Clan proposed heist that has to involve Bill Murray.
1: Yes. Bill Murray needs to be in everything.
0: They should just involve Bill Murray in the movie.
1: Might as well. Unlike Space Jam a New Legacy. Yeah, what the heck, Space Jam? Yeah. Yeah. But, man, what would I do with a water tower?
0: I would try to swim in it.
1: You know what the cool thing about water towers is, Connor? They hold water. Exactly. And you know what's good about water?
0: You need to drink more of it to stay healthy.
1: You got it! Have you been listening to the end of these podcasts?
0: No, I normally stop listening after the first two or three minutes.
1: Yeah. I kind of... Well, I would say the same, but I I tend to listen to the whole thing when I edit. Um.
0: (laughs) Over and over and over again?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Gotta love our voices by the end of that. But... Yeah, so Connor, you got the gist of it. What's the lesson for the day? What's the takeaway?
0: Well, today I really wanted some cookie dough. Okay. And I went into the grocery store, and I looked at their cookie dough section, and pretty much everything in the cookie dough section now is labeled as safe to be eaten raw.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: And, you know... It's just not the same eating cookie dough without the constant threat of salmonella creeping (laughs) over your shoulder.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's not fun if it can't kill you. I know. It's like, I don't
0: know. It just doesn't taste right without the risk.
1: (laughs) Is that your lesson of the day?
0: Uh, Be sure to drink your Ovaltine.
1: Thank you. And with that, we bid do thank you for listening to Home Cooked Small Talk.